we're not always in control of what we think. We all have some crazy thoughts, Yeah. but we are in control of what we say. What we say, our verbal expression is a form of behavior. And so I believe that our behavior is always ahead of our thoughts and our thoughts are ahead of our success. And so it's all, it's all tied together. But for somebody listening, here's the deal. We have a choice every day, Eric, we can either listen to ourselves or we can speak to ourselves. And I think we got to do a better job of speaking to ourselves, taking action, behaving into the way that we want to think and then thinking into our success. So many people think, well, my, my thoughts got to dictate the behavior and I got to think right before I behave right. We'd say, actually, I think mood follows action. I think it's let's act first and the, the action will drive the thoughts, the, drop, the thoughts will drive our success. So we're big on speak to yourself, claim it out loud take massive action, let the action drive your thoughts, and then let the thoughts drive your success. Hey guys, this episode is sponsored by Tranquil Turtle Massage. Tracy over there, the founder, she's a small town girl from Montana, loves God, loves her family, loves her friends, loves working out, fishing, and camping. She has a passion for helping those in need and enjoys being creative with woodworking, crocheting, healthy baking, pottery, and cooking. Look, she began her massage journey back in 2010 where she graduated from massage school up in Anchorage, Alaska. She specializes in her signature massages, the Hanu Infusion and the Hanu Ashiatsu, as well as the Gua Sha and Manual Lymphatic Drainage. If you're looking for a massage specialist and someone who could get you feeling good, go see Tracy down at Tranquil Turtle Massage. And while you're there, check out CDA Microblading, offering Coeur best tattoo brows, plasma fibroblast, tightening, and PMU services right there in the heart of downtown Coeur Make sure you book your appointment at pnwmobilemassage.com. Jordan, you're a husband, father, founder, and CEO of Montgomery Companies, your speaker, performance coach, podcast host, and much more, man. Thank you for your time, dude. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me, Eric. It's a joy to be with you, and congrats on all the success on the continued growth of your show. I feel honored to be a guest on a top-rated podcast, so thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. Thank you, man. i love to go back with my guests. Like, where did you grow up? What was childhood like for you? Yeah, I grew up in Kelowna, Iowa, which okay. is the largest Amish community west of the Mississippi. Okay. So small town, rural life. I grew up in a town of 2,500 people. It was a one-stoplight, don't-blink kind of town. Okay. Uh, Blue-collar worker small painting operation, uh, five or six employees. My mom was a school teacher. And so pretty modest background, but learned what it meant to work hard. And, you know, we were connected to our faith at a young age, had great parents and just a really good solid upbringing in middle America. Love it. I mean, you're also, I mean, you're, you're obviously an awesome speaker and a coach and CEO now, but were you always like that? Were you always so confident in like, who was your biggest influence as a kid? Well, my biggest influence as a, as a kid was my dad. I would say my okay. dad was my greatest role model. That's still the case today. Nice. Uh, you know, I don't know that I was uh, always overly confident growing up. I think a lot of that comes from experience and failure. Yep. Uh, my career in the financial services business got off to a really fast start. Had a big failure in my life in 2015 that sort of changed the trajectory of my life and really opened doors for me to do the work that I do today. So, um whether I wanted it to be the case or not, I think my failure actually gave birth to the career that I have today and ultimately afforded me a lot of opportunity. Yeah. Oh, I love that, man. Yeah. Learning through failures, man, is the, the best way. And I've done that so many times throughout my career, dude. Uh, you know, I'm so big on, on daily routines. And I think for you, it's the same way. But for me, it starts the night before 4 a.m. Six days a week, I'm up. 
But I heard you say like what you do daily establishes who you become permanently. And I love this, man. I mean, for you, what's your morning routine? And for anyone that's like maybe thinking of getting into a morning routine or implementing that, how do they do that and, and get consistent with that? It's interesting in the personal development space, the sexy thing is to talk about what time you wake up. Yeah. And it's also like, let me tell you about my morning routine and here's what I do. And, and I love that. I'm not minimizing the importance of getting up early and having a morning routine. But what gets missed is the evening routine the night before. Yes. You can't get up at 4, 4.30 in the morning if you're not going to bed at a decent time. Yeah. And you can't be a high-functioning performer if you're not getting the right amount of sleep and rest. And so we take sleep and rest seriously in this house. Uh, I'm kind of old school. I'm usually in bed with the lights off about 9 o'clock. So yep. we shut it down early. But I do that so that we can get up and attack the day, not just me, but my wife, my kids, and make sure that we have a productive morning. So. Our, our morning routine starts with the night before, going to bed at a decent time, uh, getting adequate rest. We do that most nights. We have young kids, so sometimes there's variables, but most nights we're in bed. And then in the morning, man, it's uh, four o'clock wake up. It's, it's quiet time. It's time by myself, undistracted hours before the world starts moving, right? So I'm outlining my day. I'm doing my content, my prep, my learning. My wife works out while I go to work, and then we rotate. So then I work out while she goes to work, gets ready. Um, our kids start waking up about 6 37 o'clock and uh, then I play dad for an hour help get the kids to school and then usually take my first meeting after that okay come on oh man that's awesome it's so good if you can do yeah. that especially with your spouse man and have that routine locked down man so good I heard you say in one of your videos that your behavior is always ahead of your success and your mindset is always ahead of your behavior this is so good man can you deep dive into that a little bit well here here's the reality um we're not always in control of what we think. We all have some crazy thoughts, yeah. but we are in control of what we say. What we say, our verbal expression is a form of behavior. And so I believe that our behavior is always ahead of our thoughts and our thoughts are ahead of our success. And so it's all, it's all tied together. But for somebody listening, here's the deal. We have a choice every day, Eric. We can either listen to ourselves or we can speak to ourselves. And I think we got to do a better job of speaking to ourselves, taking action, behaving into the way that we want to think and then thinking into our success. So many people think, well, my, my thoughts got to dictate the behavior and I got to think right before I behave right. We'd say, actually, I think mood follows action. I think it's let's act first and the, the action will drive the thoughts, the, drop, the thoughts will drive our success. So we're big on speak to yourself, claim it out loud take massive action, let the action drive your thoughts, and then let the thoughts drive your success. Yeah. Oh, man, that's awesome. When you're coaching, whether that's one-on-one -on -one or in the group or in the sports environment coaching there, what is it that you see most people struggle with? And then how do you help them through that struggle? I think all of us are wired for the path of least resistance. So you and I are the same. Now, you're a pretty disciplined, dedicated dude, right? You got this amazing podcast. You have this big life. You're impacting people but here's what i know about eric even as good as eric is as talented as you are as others focused as you are you're still human yep. and so one thing that's true for you that's also true for me is that we're wired for the path of least resistance now we train our way out of that i believe that you can train your way out of that you, you can create habits and routines that pull you away from that but the point is we got to start there you and i aren't wired to do things that are difficult and so, you know, we're, we're really big on getting into rhythms that get you away from things that are easy. Mm -hmm. And so I think that starts with setting up your environment, 
Um, I think it starts with having a daily routine and, and you really got to work at that. Your environmental game drives your mental game. Your mental game drives everything else in your life, but it's the environmental game. I mean, that's where true success starts. It's, it's, it's in your, it's in your environment. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. When you start to feel yourself maybe slipping on those habits or maybe this, maybe you don't, but if you start to feel yourself going that way of least resistance right there, like how do you get back on track? You're asking great questions, man. Um, well, the reality is you need accountability, right? Yeah. So it goes back to your question. If you're, where do people slip up? People slip up. They don't have the right environment. So it starts with the understanding, hey, I'm not as good as I think I am. I'm not as dedicated or as disciplined as I think I am. Therefore, I need the right environment. And if you have the right environment, you also have the right accountability. Mm. So when you invite certain people into your life, you also invite in the accountability. Yes. That's just true of relationships, right? Yeah. When I invite certain people into my life, I also invite in the accountability. So mm. if you want to make sure that you can course correct, if you slip up, man, you got brothers and sisters that are holding you accountable, checking in on you, asking you questions, making it very uncomfortable if you fail or fall short. Yes. And so that's created is if I'm not following through, if I'm not doing the little things that I said I was going to do, man, there's some people that make it really uncomfortable. Now I'm pretty good at following through because I've trained the habit and the routine. But if for whatever reason I fall short on a specific day, man, there's some alarms that are going out to the rest of the world. Jordan didn't do what he said he was going to do. And we need course correct. He needs your accountability in his life. Uh, so good to have that accountability, man, and coaching and mentors uh, that are involved in your life, man. Surrounding yourself with the right people. I'm so big on that. If you could leave one piece of advice for future generations, what, what, what would it be? Ask for more feedback. Yeah. I wish I would have asked for more feedback. Mm. You know, like I think self-awareness is the beginning of growth and development. To me, the hallmark trait of level five leaders, people who are ultra productive is they're incredibly self-aware. And self-awareness, Eric, I think, and I'd love for you to weigh in on this too. I think it's an interesting topic because those who think they're doing great at it, are usually suffering from it. Yeah. Think about it, right? Somebody says, hey, I'm really self-aware. Like I was working with a leader recently. He's like, I didn't become self-aware until about 12 years ago. And he's literally one of the least self-aware people that I know. Okay. And he thinks he's doing great at it, right? It's like crazy people. Yeah. Crazy people don't know they're crazy, which is what makes them crazy, <laughs> right? <It's> true. <laughs> so, so people who lack self-awareness, they, they don't know it. And the reality is we all have lacked or still lack self-awareness. Your self-awareness is, is your understanding of how the world experiences you. Mm. And so if I could go back to 18-year-old Jordan, 22-year-old Jordan, heck, 30-year-old Jordan, I'm 34 today, I go, wow, there's a guy that really had a lot of work to do in the realm of self-awareness. And I still have a lot of work to do. So what does that mean? That means I got to ask a lot of questions. I got to get a lot of feedback. I have to use a lot of tools and programs and coaching to help me grow in my situational awareness, my self-awareness and my emotional intelligence. Yeah. Oh man, that's so good. Like if I would have sought uh, like consult instead of opinions as a kid, man, like in my early twenties, man, it would have yeah. been so much better, right? <laughs> so good. Yes. You know, wouldn't have gone through so much of the craziness that I went through. I mean, you talked about this earlier, but how much does your faith play into your business and your coaching and your family? It's everything. Yeah, it's everything. I think at the end of the day, it's the, uh, the bedrock of our business. It's the bedrock of our family. Um, God's provided these open doors. He's allowed us to do the work that we do today. And I'll tell you this, Eric, in a world that is sometimes mean and cruel, uh, we want to be a light. 
you know, my mentor, uh, John Gordon says, I'm not positive because life is easy. I'm positive because life is difficult. Mm-hmm. And um, we want to be a light in a world that can often be cruel and where people feel insecure and where they doubt and where they struggle, you know, um, at a minimum, we just want people to know like, Hey, we struggle too. Uh, we have all kinds of issues and challenges. I'm not perfect just because I'm a coach and I'm helping other people improve. Doesn't mean that I don't have my own struggles. And so, you know, we've tried hard just to put our um, issues and challenges on display for people to know that we're human mm-hmm. and the ultimate coach, the ultimate counselor, the ultimate leader, in my opinion is Jesus. Yes. And so we can turn people to the Lord and help them understand that, Hey, that's where you get true inspiration. That's, that's true instruction, true wisdom and guidance. Um, then I think in our journey, uh, if we're leading people, they're going to be better off. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I was in my early twenties or mid twenties when I gave my life to Christ, man, it was the best decision I ever made. And, you know, because of that, I'm 17 years sober and, uh, you know, my wife and I are breaking generations of, you know, the chains of rejection, abuse, you know, a divorce, you know, my, my kids will never understand the word divorce, you know, but between our parents, it's like six mom and dads. Right. And it's like, uh, it's crazy. You know, it's all because of Jesus that we're here today, man. It's just awesome. Well, he redeems and restores, man. Clearly he's at work in your life. And I, I love, I love how you wear your faith on your sleeve, man. So thanks for being a light and thanks for just speaking the name of Jesus and, and, and being upfront and bold about your faith. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. What are you most excited about for 2022, man? Man, I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited to grow as a leader in the home. You know, I think there's been a lot of demands on our travel schedule recently. And my wife is sometimes a single parent to three young, beautiful girls. Now, I'm a very active father. Uh, I'd like to think I participate in a, in a real and meaningful way. But the reality is when I'm away from the home for two or three days at a time, you know, she's single mom in it. And she's a world-class mother. Uh, but I think one of my real opportunities, if I'm being vulnerable, Eric, is to balance the demands of business and um, leading my family well which I think for most men can be a real issue. And so, man, I don't try to cover that up. I don't try to act like I have that figured out because I don't, like I just, I don't. And there's probably some other people listening, not just men, but women too, listening, thinking, gosh, I can relate to that. You know, like that's, that's a struggle. Um, Mark Batterson said this, and this really touched me. He said, I want to be respected most by people who know me the best. Hmm. And that would be my heart cry. My desire for this year, man, is that that will become more true, and more real in my life. I, I hope that it already is, but I want to continue to pour water on that part of my life and, and really just work on growing in, in the home. Man, that's amazing. Yeah, that's a, a big goal of mine in 2022, man, for sure, is to, to be that a better father, a better better husband, man, and really be a better leader in the house. You know, this year was all about growth for me. I, I did 116 interviews this year on top of releasing my shows, man. And uh, next year, I just want to get focused on, you know, really growing in my faith, growing in my, my relationship with my wife and, you know, continuing that. Um, but I would love to ask, like, for you, I'm a big music guy. What's a favorite type of music for you? Do you have a favorite band that you like to listen to? You know what? Uh, we are a huge country music family. So um, my literally, so I got a picture of where we live, the city that we live in front of me in my office. And then I have a picture in Nashville, Tennessee. So I love country music, uh, probably because the threads of the lyrics are all about, you know, faith and family and relationships. So some people would say it's about your dog dying and, you know, <laughs> sure. passing away too soon or yeah. high school 
or whatever. But but anyway, for, for us, it's country music. And then I listen to a lot of what I would just call, um, you know, faith-based music. So we're, we're into we're into that stuff as yeah. well. But uh, but yeah, I mean, how, how about for you? For me, it's more it's pretty mixed now. It was straight metal when I was in high school. It was like corn and Rob Zombie and all the crazy heavy metal bands. And I, I worked for Universal Records for about a year. And so it kind of opened my eyes to other types of music. So I, I'm all over the place, but I love um, a good solid worship music. Jeremy Camp's one of my favorites. Um, you know, and, and then country, I'm, I'm big on uh, Jason Aldean. Uh, I like his music a lot now. So yeah, I, I'm kind of all over the place now, but uh, was was straight metalhead for a long time. <laughs> Hey, I, I can get down with both those guys you just mentioned and, 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 and everywhere in between. I'm pretty, you know, I'm pretty open when it comes to music. My wife will tell you, I listen to too much music. There's always, there's always something playing in our house, man, yes. which is a good thing. I think. Oh, I, I agree. I can't, I, I have this thing get silence in the house. So I always have some sort of music playing in every room, you know, when I go into the house. I literally carry my phone around with me. I got a Spotify playlist yeah. and I'm, I'm just carrying, I was walking around the house and there's music playing. And now we have the Sonos, which is great too, but my girls don't always like that. They tell me to shut it off. So I just, I, re, I, I revert to my phone because it's one thing they can't shut off. So a yeah. little, pro, little pro tip for our listeners. That's awesome. Jordan, you're such a world changer, man. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day and, and sharing knowledge with everybody, myself included, man. And it was so good. Thank you so much for taking time, man. I appreciate it. Well, Eric, thank, thank you. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to say this while people are listening and I have you here. I don't know too many guys who are as prepared as you are for an interview. I think you added me on every single social media channel. You sent me messages on those social media channels. Um, you knew my story. You were prepared. You had done your research. And then on top of that, people might not know this. Literally, as we're recording this conversation, normally I'd be doing it, you know, from my computer in a studio. And for some reason, it was my fault. I couldn't get in to the link that you had sent me. So I'm literally on my cell phone recording this with you in your studio. And you've been gracious and generous and, uh, this has just been a world-class experience. So thank you for having me, man. Continue to be a light in this world. Uh, you were having so much positive impact and it's an honor, man, to share this conversation with you. So thank you. Thank you so much for checking out the show today. I wanted to just take one quick second of your time to point you to ericallenmedia.com. I have a ton of free and paid content on our resources tab. Click on that. Tons of books, tons of websites that you can go check out. Some secret websites in there as well for you. But listen, I am available for hire for anything from product videos to content videos, review videos. I do a lot of how-to and explainer type videos, box opening videos for brands. I also do laser engraving for anything that's wood product. So if you need some you know, coasters made or fun tags or something like that, shoot me a DM. Happy to help you out. You can check out some of my work on our YouTube channel there. Really appreciate you checking out the show today. Thank you so much for your time. Have an amazing day.